is this the correct logical thing to do or am I resorting to what's comfortable again? So in today's episode, we do another installment of the coaching series and we're joined by Chris. Chris, we're going to be covering why sometimes we have to be cautious of not trying to overcompensate for past failures. So here's the deal. Chris is in the process of going from a trading business that he owns to actually starting out his own proper hedge fund. And what he wants to ask is, should I actually be making these couple tweaks that I realized that if I make them, they can be very easy, these low-hanging fruits that could 2 to 3x the business, or should I just go for the hedge fund? Is me trying to say, oh, these are tweaks I should do, actually a way for me to, again, do what's comfortable like I did in the past and not really go for the big things. And in this episode, we break down why sometimes our past, we try to overcompensate for us, and it can lead us the wrong way. We share two frameworks and how to clarify, is this something that's logical for me to do? It's the correct action, or is this an emotion that I'm trying to suppress? I don't have to feel that way. And I can tell myself, no, I'm doing the big things that I'm proud of. So I hope you enjoy the episode. And again, thank you very much for Chris for coming on and sharing so openly. Welcome to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. How to build the emotional fortitude to win in life and in business. No fluff, just real world results. I'm your host, Ida Marmorani, ex-Israeli Special Forces, former undercover agent, jiu-jitsu black belt, and mindset expert. Let's get to it. So what's on your mind? So the, um, I, I cut the check for start doing the work to start a fund and get going on it. And along with that, part of my process was, okay, I have this current business that has value and I need to get myself out of that business in order to move into doing the fund work. And I had a number of conversations, handful of conversations with different people who are looking to acquire the business in a you know a couple of different ways. And I realized that there was a lot of really low hanging fruit that could be done on the business that actually would have high impact. All I had to do is let's say spend six months of work. I could triple or quadruple that. The opportunity for doing such a thing is like, it seemed like a smarter play, um, with high impact. One of the, uh, you know, part of doing the fund and part of all of that is coming into the fund with your own capital and having it being, you know, significant enough too, in addition to paying the, the legal fees and, you know, everything getting up and running. So as I was doing it, that I realized in addition to that, there were a lot more expenses that I hadn't fully discovered at the time. So about a week ago is when I reached out and said, okay, am I doing the thing again where instead of taking the home run swing, I'm, ta- I'm going for a double here? Because even <laughs> I have to question myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so great question. So basically, from what I'm understanding, you're asking, should I actually just go ahead with the fund or should I wait a minute, optimize this, then I can get a bigger exit out of this that would leverage the fund, so to speak. Is that accurate? That's, that's about, yeah, that's that. And then there's been, there's one other thing on the side of that where I and had a chance to speak with Ben about this and perhaps him and I might work together on a situation that would be in the sense of, you know, the business that I triple in value or whatever becomes an asset into the fund and we do a private equity version as opposed to the hedge fund version. So, Okay. So let me ask you this. 
if somebody else was in your situation, you knew their exact all these details and all that, what would you tell them is the smart, let's say, two or three year play? If they're looking at a two or three year trajectory, what would be the smart play for you? A smart two or three year play? Yeah, I, you know, when you look at it for two to three years, it makes a lot of sense to just say, well, let's, you know, like continue to 25% time work on the fund and <laughs> uh, more than, you know, 75% time working on the business is actually more than I had been like really focused, I should say, yeah. more than I'd done in the past. So that, that's, that's in that framework, it's very easy. Makes a lot of sense. Great. So also, would you tell them there's any cutoff? You say do this 75% work on the old business for six months or eight months or until there's certain benchmarks that are hit, like basically you say, okay, these are all the low hanging fruit. Once we've knocked these out, then transition. Is there anything along those lines you can also clarify? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think six months of, of concentrated effort, uh, you know, that would be six one month sprints. And right away, as, as we talked about earlier, I've had huge impact just, <laughs> just yeah. coming right in. Um, and so that's enjoyable. That's super enjoyable. It's rewarding. Um, knowing that it's, it's frustrating too, knowing that it was sitting there and I didn't just go pick it up because I was, yeah. um, yeah, for, the, for whatever reasons, but cool. Yeah. So can I chime in? Sir. So I think what you need to be cautious of is that you're going to have a desire to overcompensate for where in the past you felt like, ah, I've kind of played smaller. I've held myself back. And now instead of just saying, okay, what's the logical, like smart three or two year play, emotioning like, no, am I just playing small again? And it's important to be aware that you're not trying to overcompensate for that. And by doing that, you're going to override what's the logical, correct thing to do. Cause it sounds like honestly, you're saying, you know, there is a lot, a long low hanging fruit. And what you said earlier today on the call that, that that's an amazing increase for very little work and it's going to compound with each other. I think it makes sense. Like, and especially if you're saying, I would tell somebody else in this situation, listen, just take six one-month sprints, so it's not an infinite thing. Not just like, oh, keep working on it and then see, but you're giving yourself some kind of timeline. I think it makes absolute sense. Yeah, yeah. Put in that way, it, it really uh, clarifies it. Um, I don't know why I didn't even think about looking at it more than six months out. Uh, because you want to go. So, and this is, a, this is something important yeah, to be cautious it. of as well. Because you really have this desire to go now. Okay, I want to go bigger. I want to go for home runs. But like, don't risk everything foolishly, so to speak. Just don't let that emotionality of wanting to go override your logic and say, is this the correct thing to do in the long-term perspective? And especially because you're saying, okay, I do have a timeline. I'm not just going to stick with this. I think that'll give you that peace of mind. Because what I was concerned initially, you say, I can just keep working on it 25%, 75%. I feel like that would cause you to get impatient because you're like, ah, am I playing small again? I don't like this. This doesn't feel nice. This doesn't feel aligned with the person I want to become, the business I want to grow. But because you have a timeline now, you say, okay, six one-month sprints, you can recognize, okay, this is the correct strategic play. I am actually going big by doing this correct thing right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think that's the play, man. It's pretty simple. Like you just figure out ahead of time, what are those sprints? Like first do an audit or even have somebody else do an audit for you. Someone you trust. Like what is the low hanging fruit here? What do you think is the low hanging fruit that I should focus on? 
Then you knock those out, you figure out what's the timeline to knock those things out and then recognize, okay, that's going to be the time to do the transition. That's the, that's the game I ran on my own. I, I haven't even asked somebody to come in and do it for me. I just did it on my own. And that's exactly where I, of course, with our session last week, uh, with the month, uh, planning on the month, I, I was just doing that process of auditing my business. And I said, well, what if I just doubled it? Cause you know, what if I just went for a double this month in, in my, uh, subscribers and see, see what that would do. And just yeah. putting that little bit of effort on it actually, uh, did it. And that as I kept going, I realized, okay, I've got a lot of low hanging fruit here. So yeah, I would definitely want to bring somebody more experienced on or from a different unemotional perspective. It's exactly that. It could be someone who's actually not as good as you, but just because you're not emotionally invested and they'll be able to see some other things and you can just get a more objective perspective. These are low hanging fruits and these are not low hanging fruits. And therefore, these are the things that could pull you just be comfortable to work on, but they're not actually going to make a big impact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clear. Absolutely. Cool, man. Is it I'll... absolutely done or do you have any other questions around this stuff? I mean, it, it felt a little existentially, not existential, but it, it felt as if I was just yeah. and uh, working through it. But this was seven days ago when we, you know, I said, hey, let's let's do this. I needed that time. I actually needed, it was, it was ideal amount of time. Had I actually not, or had I done the work, if I didn't do the work of, you know, analyzing my business and doing the other things, I probably wouldn't even be having this conversation because I would have just wiped it into the past now. So yeah, yeah I don't think we need to. <laughs> right. So I want to kind of, I do want to summarize a, a valuable lesson here because you're probably going to meet this lesson in a different way moving forward. This kind of principle is that you have a desire now to really go big. So you're saying, like, you're going to say, I'm frustrated myself that I didn't do these things before. And while that's great, you also don't want to let that confuse you from straying away from a logical place. So whenever you're in a situation, like, am I just holding myself back or am I doing the right thing here? For example, I'm investing in the current business that I'm going for the next one. A simple way to ask yourself is, what would I recommend somebody else do on a long-term basis? Gotcha. That immediately puts yourself out of it and causes you to think a bit bigger and broader. Because this is probably going to come up in a different way as well down the road. And that's just the way you can keep things in check and make sure, okay, I'm making really smart, practical decisions that will help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So per actions, um, do you want to put in for the month of April into your goals? The one, find somebody to do an external audit. Yeah. And two to actually set this into your calendar for the next six months, like break down what are those sprints? Is that feasible to lock in by April that you'll have locked in the calendar and you found somebody to do the external audit? Uh, yeah, I, I have a pretty, I, I've actually done a good amount of the six month sprint type uh, work. I actually did it down to closer six weeks. So uh, that actually, Probably by the end of April, I would I would re, redo what I would look at because that would give me a, a full month of data and uh, do it. But yeah, I <laughs> absolutely. So if I give myself uh, October is my six month mark. So yeah, so right now, action item one would be find somebody to do an external audit. Action item two would be run April 
action item three would, from the results of April, plan out the next five months. Yeah. It could be also that the audit you give him, because again, you don't really know how much low hanging fruits are right now. So you can ask him during this audit, what would you do if you only had three, three months to work on this business? Mm. What would be the most crucial things? Then if you had six months, what would be the most crucial things you would do in the latter three months? Then you can really break things down from that perspective as well. Because you don't want to give him just an arbitrary number of six months because he might recognize, you know what, there's only a couple things to do here and then I can kind of give you more stuff to do, but it won't really be impactful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, excellent. Notes. Cool. You see your set, man? Ready to go on this? I'm excited. <laughs> Off to it. Cool. Yeah, super impactful as always, NMR. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoyed it and found value in it. Three last things before you go, though. If you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could be accomplishing more than you currently are, that's a mindset and emotional access issue. And here are three ways I'd love to help you conquer any internal limitations, go big, and win. One, three quick ideas Tuesday newsletter. It's a weekly email with three quick ideas around one aspect of elite performance and how to approach it differently to get better and faster results. People say it's the most thought-provoking and impactful two minutes they spend in their inbox each week. It's easy to sign up to and easy to cancel, and you can sign up at edamumryan.com slash three ideas. Two is the Emotional Fortitude Micro Course. It will help you build the emotional fortitude and confidently tackle any goal. It's the complete, nothing held back, emotional fortitude system in five simple parts. It's all under five minutes each module. See it, use it, and win. And it's completely free at edamumryan.com slash course. And number three, lastly, if you want to dive in and aggressively level up, the Arena Mindset Accelerator might be for you. It's a six-week intense sprint for entrepreneurs who are up for a dramatic transformation. It's an interactive live program where you'll be working with me in a very hands-on way to get clarity on what you want, build an effective mindset to optimize for your goals, and establish elite emotional fortitude that would allow you to overcome any fear or doubt that could get in your way. You can learn more at itamarmorani.com slash accelerator. You can find all of these links in the show notes below or go to itamarmorani.com and have a look around. Until next time, who dares wins.